0: He's the star of Discovery Channel's Property Wars. He's been personally involved in over 15,000 real estate transactions. Now he's here to help you win the property war. Whether you're buying, selling, investing, or flipping, he's got the answer. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.
1: Oh, you are in for a surprise today. That's right. A star-studded show is about to take place... During this very hour here on KTAR,
2: absolutely two of the biggest flippers in the valley are here to join us. It is the Doug Hopkins
1: Flipping Real Estate Radio Program, being brought to you by Realty Executives where the experts are, and by signature title, The Expert's Choice for Title Services, and by Homebridge Financial. Kevin Kaziski and the crew making the dream of home ownership a reality. And now ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Mister Doug Hopkins. Yes, how you
2: doing, Darren? And, What's up, uh, Dougie? Oh, it's a great, great afternoon. Uh, great Saturday afternoon. Uh, got football this weekend. Got a bunch of playoff football. But this show yeah. is not going to be about sports. We're not going to talk about stuff. Because not got, at all. No, uh, no, not at all. We're, we're going to talk, talk about real estate. Talk about real estate first. Real estate's yes, boring. Yes. No, not 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 today. Not today. Not today. No, we we are blessed with having uh, two of uh, my very good friends. Uh, I have a theme song. And go ahead. Let's hear the theme song. Let's to, to
1: tell what they do.
2: Got it. They, so uh, I've been I've been dealing with uh, it's Brian Bogan and Sergio Rodriguez, and uh, we've been I've been working with them for twenty plus years. Sell them a bunch of homes. Uh, they're some of the best flippers that I know of. They've been through every market you could possibly think of, uh, from. Two thousand five when it was absolutely going crazy to two thousand and ten when it was really rough, seven, eight, nine, ten when it was rough, and then and then started all over again and, and buying a bunch in two thousand ten and going crazy again in two thousand ten through now, actually. You know, it's been a it's been a crazy market, uh, up up market for you know the last ten years almost. So well, look
1: the guys are walking in the studio right now. Here we go. Builder, Good to see you. <laughs> it.
0: Oh, the come the on in, builder. grab a seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh!
2: You know it's it's funny they're uh, they're really good guys they, they they're very nervous about being on the radio they don't do this every day like like we do and uh, but they're really good guys and the most knowledgeable people I know when it comes to flipping houses they've uh, uh, how many how many houses have you personally have you guys flipped in the last uh, say twenty years you know Brian Bogan number?
1: this is Brian Bogan everybody
2: yes put yeah. your tool belt down. <laughs> We're somewhere north of 600. About 600. How many of those houses were from that you bought from me? Probably 500. All right. So five, So these.
1: In, 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 let's really set this up from the beginning. You're just two guys from Arizona. How did you guys become partners? Uh, this isn't a big major corporation. This isn't some gigantic company. This is two guys that decided to start flipping houses. Give right. me the backstory.
3: Well,
4: We were real estate agents working in the same office at the same time and came across an opportunity where Sergio knew a guy that wanted to sell a house, needed to be fixed up. And he was just a young guy at the time and I was a little bit more established. And he asked me if we wanted to partner it up and we did. And we started off with one and now we're doing hundreds.
1: Sergio, when you went to Brian and you said, hey man, let's do this. Number one, how old were you?
3: Oh gosh. Uh it was in the what, early two thousands. Uh I must have been uh twenty two years old. Twenty two
1: years old. Where'd many? you get the money to flip a house at twenty two years old? <clears throat>
3: I actually put a lot of money away. I was a bit tight growing up.
1: Still are. That's, yeah. that's still sorta of
3: tight, but <laughs> you know, I learned to put money away when I was young and not waste money. And uh I think uh had a little bit of money and Had some connections where we borrowed some
1: money. Were you, I guess that's the question because there's a lot of people driving around right now that would love to get into the business. Yep. They've heard about it. Yep. Uh, But they think you got to have... $200,000, $300,000 Two three hundred thousand dollars sitting in the bank.
2: No, you know, I honestly I've, I've talked about this with Kevin. Uh, so Ke- Kevin and I, Kevin Kaziski, who's been on the show, he works with Homebridge Mortgage. Um, we started flipping houses back in the day, and you know those little checks that you get from the credit card company where you, you can uh, you can write a check to your, literally to yourself, um, and then you have like we had no interest payments for a year, um, and we we wound up buying houses with those checks. I got several different credit cards, and um, we get a yeah, we get a check in the mail saying you know here's one. For for five thousand up to five thousand or whatever, and
1: so writing that and buying a quad wasn't the smartest move for me,
2: absolutely not. You know, that's that's uh, I see a lot of people that do that, they make money, uh, a little bit of money, and they spend it all. And they go buy the toys, they come into a little bit of money, buy toys, buy cars, buy boats, or whatever it is. For me, I always wanted to buy um, assets and uh realizing that you know in my 20s that um, you know I didn't I didn't necessarily want to work all my life and I wanted to have something of an egg uh, and I wanted the the bigger better things in life and I knew there was sacrifices to be made uh, in my younger years in order to get what I wanted uh, later on in life so it, it worked out pretty well for me but uh, you know I, I see a lot of that uh, in my everyday life with um, uh, a lot of younger people going out and buying stuff and, and overextending themselves uh, where I did overextend my myself, I overextended myself with ass like
1: or the number six combo.
2: Or the, or the, <laughs> we're not talking about my waistband that's another That's another story yeah. by going
1: super size instead of just a regular size so back to Sergio and Brian here uh, and they have Equitable AZ yep. is their company now yep. uh, but it's it's a partnership it's two guys you don't have huge staffs and big building re- they're sharing the office with us yep. uh, so, so you go to, to Brian Sergio you say hey man there's this house I think we can fix it up tell us a story
3: I think it was a situation where, you know, I was a I was doing some real estate, you know, uh, just a realtor selling real estate. And I came across a deal and uh, needed a bunch of work. Back at that, at those times, it just was not financeable and there was uh, no programs out there to do the deal. So, um, yeah, I basically came to Brian and told him that uh, I think it was a good deal if we came in and bought it, put some money into it. And, uh, funny enough, uh, my wife was doing loans at the time. And, uh, I think we ended up doing like a 10 or 5% down loan on it.
1: And so you bought it and then Brian, what happened?
4: Well, we bought it, we teamed up, we fixed it up, sold it, made a little bit of money and said that, uh, it was a little bit more fun to do that than selling traditional real estate.
1: And did you immediately stop at that point or?
4: Oh, no. What was the
1: evolution like?
4: It was gradual. You know, that first year we did two or three houses and then the next year five or six. And next thing you know, when when the market started to crash and foreclosures were becoming prevalent and working in the office with Doug here, we, we started doing foreclosures. And then next thing you know, we're doing 50, 60 houses a year.
1: How do you go from, from one or two houses to 50, 60 houses a year and, and keep your wits about you?
4: Well. And keep your friendship too. <laughs> You know, it's give and take, you know, sometimes he's right. Sometimes I write and sometimes we meet in the middle.
1: What's the biggest headbutt that you guys have ever had? Pass. (laughs) (laughs) What was her name, Sergio? No, (laughs) No, I tease, but, but what are, okay. So let me, let me rephrase that then. What are some of the typical uh, discussions that you will have to where you guys may not both be on the same page and how do you handle that?
4: Um, I would say typically our problem would be as I I like to spend a little bit more more money on the remodel than he does. Um, But, you know, we we, obviously we've been working together for 15 or 18 years. So, you know, we, we meet in the middle and we give and take and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And we just try to learn from our mistakes. Do you guys each have specific roles? Uh, I I do a lot more of the remodeling and uh, and, uh, contracting and scheduling of the guys. And Sergio does a lot more of the research and uh, the real estate end of it takes care of the contracts and the buyers and
2: yeah, from my uh, just from the outside looking in, Sergio deals mostly when the house is is, is fixed up, dealing with uh, selling the house, uh, disposition of the home, and uh, it's your name that goes on the shingle when they when you go out to to sell the house and, right. and dealing with the buyers and and the agents and stuff. Um, and Brian is is more the guy if you, if you need a house done. I mean, my parents needed a, her, their house completely remodeled. I I basically hired. Brian and, and and Sergio, and then they have another uh, guy that we that works in our office too, Jeff, to to come over and help them because
1: there it, were still stains from Doug on the carpet from high school.
2: Yeah. Yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean we actually would walk through the house and go, oh, that was that party that one Friday yeah, night when yeah. your
2: parents were in Vegas, spilled the beer, spilled yeah. the bottle of wine, Boone's yeah. Farm, whatever it may be, Cisco. <laughs> But they, I mean, they completely remodeled my parents. Uh, made a, a brand new bathroom and shower, and uh, redid their their closet, and uh, did a did an amazing job, um, you know, getting that done because quite frankly, they're, they're better at it than I am. You know, when it comes down to um, actually putting together a new floor plan and, and uh, coming up with the, the finishes, uh, they they do a lot more. I, I wholesale a lot of the stuff that I get and, and do a lot of the um, – I, I, do a lot of the easy fix and flips where it's just cosmetic stuff. Whereas uh, a lot of the, the, the ones that are more in depth and where you're moving walls. And when you have a 50, 60, $70,000 rehab, um, I don't think there's anybody better in the Valley than, than Brian and Sergio doing stuff like that.
1: Brian, isn't that scary? Putting $60,000 into a house, and not knowing if you're going to make it back.
4: I, I think it's only scary if you're not knowledgeable in the business. I, I don't consider it scary at all. It just, it seems uh like a good idea to me.
1: What's the biggest mistake people make getting into the flipping business?
4: Well, there's two mistakes. Some people under-improve a house and then try to sell it for top dollar and then they can't sell it. And then some people over-improve a house for a neighborhood and then they've got more money into the house than what it's
1: worth. Because you have to understand what the appraisals in the neighborhood are going to be worth. And so what if you put a 24 karat toilet in there Nobody cares. You're not going to get your money back for that. Right. You have to actually be able to improve it to the neighborhood level. Exactly. Not above that. This can be interesting, man. we got a lot more questions for him. Less than a minute left to go on this one, though.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, is it frustrating for you? Uh, and we were talking about uh, improving a house. Is it frustrating you when you put uh, your heart and soul into a house and then uh, an appraiser comes by and tells you, and we're going to have to wait till the next segment, but the appraiser comes by and tells you, nope, I'm sorry, even though you sold it in a week and, and you got top dollar for it, it's not worth that.
4: Yeah, absolutely, happens all the time. Yeah.
2: Oh, I hear it through the
1: through the walls. Yep, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> sell it,
0: invest it, or flip it. He's the number one realtor in America, and he's right here to answer your real estate questions. This is the Doug Hopkins Flipping Real Estate Radio Program.
5: Home marketing specialist than any other company in the state. A top performing designation earned by less than 1% of all realtors. I'm Jeff Hawk, co owner of Realty Executives. No matter where you live in the Valley, we have offices and local area experts familiar with your neighborhood. The Valley is constantly growing, and so are we. Come see our newest offices in North Scottsdale at the corner of Pinnacle Peak and Scottsdale Road, and in Gilbert at the northwest corner of Val Vista and Williamsville. Realty Executives, where the experts are. Equal Housing Opportunity Broker.
0: here to help you win the property war. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.
1: It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program being brought to you by Homebridge Financial. Those are the orange right there. That's right. Let's call the post. Uh, give Kevin Kaziski a call. He's actually waiting for your call right now. What's Did that? you know that you could be qualified to buy a house and have that qualification letter Within the next hour or so,
2: don't even have to go into the, in the office.
1: They're working all weekend long, waiting yeah. for your call. This all Kevin's, done this Kevin's direct cell phone number 480 560 5555. He is the original manager. Uh, that's You go straight to the top. Make sure that they take care of you. It's Homebridge Financial 480 560 5555. Now, in our studio right now, obviously, uh, Doug Hopkins. Uh, and then also, uh, you brought in some guests here Brian Bogan and Sergio Rodriguez from Equitable AZ. Yep. Started a very small company 20 years ago. Just two guys, two real estate agents, found a house, wasn't going to be able to sell this house the traditional real estate route. So they bought it themselves, put some money into it, turned around and sold it, fixed it up, sold it, made some good money. Yep. Decided, hey, let's do another and another and another and another. Now it's 20 years later and they're. Six hundred houses or if, so.
2: If they're anything like me, they probably learned more in that in their first flip than they did on the on, on most of the other ones combined. I, I remember doing my first flip, how many mistakes I made, and and uh, I still I, sh- I should have made about forty on it, and I wound up making twelve uh, because of all the mistakes I made. But man, you learn so much doing that first flip because you don't know. But Where'd you, don't you learn? Know. Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. What until did you, you learn? It. Oh my gosh, I, I learned. I learned so much. I did. Uh, I over uh, overcorrected for the for that market. It was a little house off of uh, uh, Dobson University in Mesa. It was a, like built in the 1950s, and I probably put about 40 grand into this house. Um, I probably should just put about 10 grand into it and put a little lipstick on it and sold it. Cause uh, at the end of the day, um, I, I, my, that's why I said about the appraisal, the appraisal came in, I sold it. I had three offers on it in the first week. Uh, I sold it for top dollar and the appraisal came in 12 grand low.
1: And you can't sell it.
2: Unless it, yeah, they're paying was, cash, yeah. And back in the day, um, there wasn't an FHA ninety-day flip rule, um, and so uh, that, that explain that really quick. So now, if you if you buy a house and and fix it up. Um, it, If if it's within if it's within 90 days, you're not allowed to write a contract. That's an FHA contract. Well, uh, that was a house that I had I had purchased in the in the seventy thousand dollar range and put about 40 into it. I was in it for 110 and I sold it for about 145 and. um, uh, Basically, it, the appraisal came in at about one thirty-two, one thirty-three. I mean, um, there's
1: a possible twenty-two thousand dollars profit minus all the fees that you're going to wind up paying, which is going to take it down ten grand. Yeah, it, it, well, with wanna, commissions and closing and yeah, all that. I
2: still did pretty well, but uh, you know, I didn't know to meet the appraiser out there. But uh, you know, the thing is, with, with an FHA appraisal. It, it's attached to the home for what six months, I believe, and so uh, you you can't just say, okay, I'm I'm, I'm done with this uh, this this sale. I'm, I'm going to go get another sale. That, that appraisal is, is attached to the house for six months, um, and but and there was no ninety day rule, so it, I was able to do that. Now, if you if you have a house that's in the FHA uh, uh, limits, you, you can't even sell that house until it's been seasoned for for ninety days, and that means even you can't even write a contract on that house. Uh, inside of 90 days. It has to be outside of 90 days. Meaning
1: typically with the 30 to 45 day close after that, you're looking at a you're you got to hold months, it four, four months, four, four to five months.
2: months. Uh, and what we do, because we, we work on such limited um, spreads, um, you know, time is of the essence and we, we'd like to get them fixed up as, as fast as possible, put it back on the market and sell. Uh, Cause time is money. Uh, you know, especially if you have hard money uh, back in the day, I was having hard money and we, uh, you get eaten, uh, eaten alive by some of the fees and back. Back then, we were paying what eighteen percent, guys. Yeah, yeah, we we're paying eighteen percent interest. It was, it was not, uh, it was not fun making those interest payments every month, um, and that eat, ate into your profits. It was like, okay, I made ten grand, but so did the lender.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a good gig. Okay, so Brian and Sergio with Equitable AZ are here. Um, some of the best flippers that we know here in Arizona. Designer tips: If people have their houses, they want to sell their house right now. What do they need to do the, to their house uh, to flip it themselves, basically, and make sure they get top dollar when as they sell it?
4: Well, the best bang for your buck is obviously paint and carpet.
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Paint and carpet. Uh, uh, if if you have if if your house hey, needs, we're interviewing them. Well, well <laughs> he was taking a drink of water, so I jumped in on it. Guy was choking. <laughs> Well,
1: I'm sorry, but I was like, man, we just talked for the first five minutes. Let me ask them a question. Yeah. He goes, paint and carpet. And Doug goes, yeah, paint and carpet. Let me tell you about <laughs> paint <and> carpet. <laughs>
2: hey, I'm used to having it my way here. I right know, I'll, I'll, uh-huh. I'll, I'll shut up and I'll let you guys talk. Go ahead. Well,
4: I was, I was just going to say that um, doing the current colors, you know, like obviously right now everything seems to be white and gray and you've, you've got to always be aware of what the current colors are. Um, gray
1: walls, white trim. Or the opposite, or how? Yeah,
4: gray walls, white trim, white doors, white baseboard. And, um, you know, nowadays it seems like everybody seems to want stainless steel appliances. So, you know, we throw stainless steel appliances into every property. What's that cost? Entry-level stainless steel package is about $1,400.
2: Not bad. Let me ask you a question on that, too. You you had talked about cabinets, and uh, because a lot of the houses we we get are... are, um, you know, the cabinets are 20 plus years old or, you know, they're uh, the whitewash cabinets or the just plain Jane, the old, uh, uh, just the oak look. Have you, we, you had talked about it, and I don't know if you've, uh, if you've actually done this yet, uh, you were talking about doing gray cabinets. Have you, have you switched to gray cabinets yet?
4: Yeah, we're, we've been using white for the last three or four years and now the, the grays are starting to come in. So we've started to actually do white cabinets on the perimeter with like a gray island. And now you're starting to see gray cabinets on the lowers with whites on the uppers.
2: So doing kind of a two tone look in the kitchen instead of just doing two tone paint, you're doing two tone with the cabinets as well. Right, right. How how many houses do you have right now that has that look?
4: Three right now.
2: Three. Have have you gotten back any any sort of feedback from the public? How's those houses going? Well, the the
4: feedback is always is always good. And and right now the market is so hot, you know everything we're listing selling within a few days and you know, you, we're not even getting to feedback. I mean, so many people want our properties.
2: Well, I guess the feedback is you're getting offers on them in the first couple yeah. of days. So, um, you know, I'd, I'd love to, to get a couple of those addresses so people can pull them up on, uh, on, on whatever feed they wanted, whether it be Zillow or Redfin or whatever, uh, so that they can look at the pictures and see what an amazing job you guys do. Because, you know, I've gotten to see their, their work firsthand of, of uh, the before and afters of, of these houses. Cause I'm, I'm usually the one in there going in the befores and they're, they're doing them and and then you see the afters and it's it's just amazing the difference of, of and these aren't the accomplish.
1: cheap rehabs this no. is the quality rehab uh, that um you, you, there are no surprises after you
2: buy these houses absolutely do you have like an address as so people could pull up that you that you would say do you, do you know what i'm putting down the spot here maybe we'll get that on the next break we'll get an address or two that that people can look up and see what the yeah uh, see what it is but uh uh what about like uh, I know you, you change out a lot of fixtures, um, and that, that seems to be a pretty easy, uh, easy fix as well. If somebody's looking to sell their house and it's a little dated, is changing out some lighting fixtures or plumbing fixtures or that sort of thing. What, what would you, th- what would you say on that?
4: Yeah, uh, we're splitting probably our properties 50-50. You know, the black fixtures are are getting popular right black now. Black fixtures, black cabinet hardware, black lights and ceiling fans
1: doorknobs stuff like that or?
4: exactly yeah matching really? doorknob hinges yeah plumbing In, hardware I,
1: yeah. I haven't seen that so the very me. modern look is yeah well. yeah, yeah. kind of your first out.
4: first time home buyer type properties you know the the step-up properties you know somebody you know if you're targeting you know somebody maybe 45 years or older we're, we're still doing stainless steel or brushed nickel look
2: so if you were to say you bought a house that was built um 1995, okay? It's a tile roof, stucco. uh, It's just, you know, a typical 1,600-square-foot house, two-car garage, three-bedroom, two-bath, and it's all original. You have, uh, you know, say the 12-inch tile uh, on the the floor. You got uh, builder-grade carpeting, uh, whitewash cabinets. uh, uh, On the countertops, you just have the regular – what do you call it? Countertops, uh,
4: Corian for formica?
2: for formica. for countertops. Mm-hmm. What, what are some of the must do's on stuff like that in order to get it to, to sell it for top dollar?
4: Well, if the house is 25 years old, you know, you've got a lot of variables, you know, that the air conditioners are going to probably be shot. And then, um, your, your roof's near the end of its life cycle, but the, the must do's would be granite countertops, stainless steel, if you have that 12-inch tile, you're going to probably have to do the new uh, wood-look ceramic tile.
2: Got one it. Minute. No, what, what about uh, if, if with, a, um, uh, with the cabinets? It, you know, we, we walk in it, That's one of the biggest things I, I think we see is you've got the cabinets that are in really good condition. They're just dated. What, what, typically, are you replacing the cabinets or are you painting them?
4: Well, the only way that we would normally paint the cabinets is if the floor tile and the countertops were good. Because once you tear out the the tile and the countertops, replacing the cabinets is not that much more, and you would normally, uh, you would normally get back double whatever you pay for the cabinets. Got it. Good All advice.
1: Right. Good awesome. advice. Uh, Brian Bogan and Sergio Rodriguez, he's a U of A fan. He's a 49ers fan. Yeah. We have U of A 49ers Jeopardy coming up next.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: Over 15,000 real estate transactions and growing. This is the Flippin Real Estate radio program with Doug Hopkins from Discovery Channel's Property Wars.
1: So take me
5: home. I'm Jeff Hawk
0: He's here to help you win the property war. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. It's the
1: Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program brought to you by DougHopkins.com. If you're looking to sell your house, want to do it quick? Don't want people walking through your house, seeing your house. Don't want to deal with the fact that that you get a contract and then somebody comes back and tries to change it, and all of a sudden you got to start from scratch. Go to Doug Hopkins.
2: Cold hard cash offer. That's right. We've been uh, we bought what six or seven houses in the first week of the of the year. It's so been busy. It's been very very busy. So I appreciate it. Keep keep uh, keep calling in. Uh, it's the easiest way to sell your house. I mean that's that's why we have the tagline. It it really is. Uh, uh, it's it's amazing uh, all the feedback that we get from from our clients after we buy the house. That it's uh, it's really is the easiest thing. And you know we we try to. Uh, We try to make sure that we get every single available um, uh, idea or um, uh, objection. Uh, handled because so there's
1: different ways to sell your
2: house. There, there, there really is, and or you, maybe you want to hold it and rent it. And there's a lot of different reasons why why people want to go the the route that they're going and selling us their house. And uh, a lot of it is they need money up front to buy their next house, uh, or they just want the certainty of. Uh, I saw
1: you actually put out money for a house, loan somebody money on their house. I do it all the time before they closed on the house, Correct. so that they could put down the money on their next house.
2: Correct, and we also we also pay. Uh, uh, for people's moves as well. Uh, so they can move, uh, if they're going to be moving in the Valley here, uh, if they're going to be buying another house. Uh, there, there's a lot of different options, a lot of th- different things that we do, uh, to make this as easy as, as easy as possible. Uh, I know that there, there was a, a gentleman that, uh, you know, he, he was having a rough go of it and we wound up, uh, uh, you know turning his, his water got turned off we turned his water back on and and uh, and paid for uh, a couple of months of that while he got all this stuff out we paid for their his moving expenses and uh, uh, and he was able to go and, and, and buy a trailer uh, that he wanted out and up up north and uh, put the down payment on that so there's all sorts of different ways that we can we can deal with people and and um, you know each each one it seems to be separate it's all it's all uh, you
1: replastered uh, the, those people's pools and then pools. listed the house. Yep. They didn't even uh, sell it on a cash offer. We listed it.
2: You know, it, it's, I, I sit down each, each with each individual and e- each uh each appointment, you never know what it's gonna be. It's it's unique in its own right, and and uh, my job is there to. Do you, see, do you hear how many leads are coming in yeah, right now? I know I hear ding <laughs> ding ding, but 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 my job is is literally to sit down and find out what problems they're having and how I can make your life easier, and um, and we're able to do that uh, uh, with with a lot of frequency, which is, which is nice. Uh, and if you, if you're interested in selling your home, um, it's no obligation. doesn't cost you anything. Just, uh, go to Doug and, and, uh, put in your information, uh, and either myself or one of uh, my representatives will come out to the house and, and, uh, go over all the options that, that right. you have.
1: Once again, that's Doug Hopkins.com, or you can call 602 567 one five zero five. Yep. Six zero two five six seven. Fifteen zero five. Joel and Lynn Lee are standing by now. Yep. Uh, Brian uh, Bogan and Sergio Rodriguez are in here from Equitable AC. We've uh, been talking a lot of business. They're great house flippers with a very good reputation. Yep. Uh, learned a lot of good stuff here. Final question for you guys: Where's the market going next? I mean, you guys have you, you started off. What? You started off buying from, uh, you know, doing real estate, and then you wound up at doing foreclosures, uh, buying from the auctions. Then you wound up buying, I mean, where's seller. it going? Yep.
4: Uh, I'm not sure about long-term, but boy, this year just looks like it's going to do nothing but stay strong and hot. Um, we've got very low inventory and very good jobs market, right? So people moving here Seems like it's all good news for the real estate market.
1: Nice. Are you glad you're old and you're not going to have to worry about it in 10 years?
4: (laughs) I'm getting there. (laughs) He's not that old, bro. (laughs) You're talking about retirement, right?
1: (laughs) I like just taking a baseball bat and just smacking somebody right there. Sergio Rodriguez, where are you going to be in 10 years, man?
3: I'm not sure. I hope to still be working and, uh, you know, living. That's, that's my, my whole deal doing it up. All right. What do you,
2: what do you, we did our predictions last year. I just want to see Sergio what you think for, for this follow for 2020. What, you think interest rates are going to go up and down? Do you think that, uh, uh, you know, housing prices are going to go up or down? What percentage, what do you think?
3: It sure seems with low inventory that the house, the housing should, you know, still continue to come on strong a little bit here. Uh, interest rates, who knows it's, it's, I don't have a crystal ball, but, um, you just never know what's going to happen with uh, with the rates.
2: If you're going to call a percentage, what what percentage do you think it'll go up or down? The the cost uh, of a house in 2020 in the metro Phoenix market. Yeah,
3: I would uh, estimate between five and seven percent this year. Five
1: That's
2: to seven percent rise. I, I said what? Five, I said five percent uh, appreciation uh, for for 2020. Brian, what do you think?
4: I think it's going to be closer to ten. Uh, wow. Inventory is low. We're at we're at twelve thousand actives in all of. Oh, America,
1: yeah. And that's about a third of, of usual, right?
2: It's usually in the thirties. Yeah. It's, I, I think I, the Crawford report came out and said it's the lowest since, uh, I think it was August of 2005, the lowest uh, amount of inventory we've had on the market. And usually this time of year every, there's a lot more listings. And uh, we have our big, big rush in the first quarter of, uh, of, of the of the year. And there's not a, a huge supply that usually builds up from, from October through December. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be very interesting to see what happens this quarter. We we could go down to under ten thousand listings uh, for a major metropolitan area like Phoenix is. Uh, that Pretty is incredible, unbelievable. Pretty incredible. Yeah.
1: All right, uh, let's have some fun here. So Brian, I, I always give him a hard time. He's a U of A fan. I came in uh, while the Sun Bowl was
2: on. It's his daughter in. went to U of A. Oh, is that why? <laughs> I don't know why you couldn't yeah. talk her into going to a real school like Arizona State. Yeah, I yes, mean, what absolutely. happened there? He had a coupon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then Sergio always gives me a hard time because he knows my wife is a San Francisco 49ers fan. I thought you were a 49ers fan. You're not? Well, growing up, I used to always watch him living right. in, in California. Well, we're going to play U of A and San Francisco 49ers Jeopardy right now. Right. Okay? Let's do it. And here's how this is going to work. We have two categories. One is U of A and one is Jeopardy. Jeopardy? And you can pick up There or or One is one is San Francisco <laughs> One is U of A One is San Francisco yeah. And you can pick 100, 200, 300, 400 All the way up to $1,000 okay. Because it's theater of the mind The board can be limitless Okay <laughs> And so you pick a category And then I'll give you the answer And then the first person Who can give me the question Is going to get that much money uh, In their fake Monopoly money bank account Are you ready? Go ahead. Uh, we'll let Sergio go first. Do you want to pick U of A or San Francisco?
3: San Francisco.
1: San Francisco. Well, I have to find one because these are all U of A jokes. Uh, so I have to I see. find one. <laughs>
3: see. You're ready.
1: And actually, I don't know if. Uh, oh, here we go. It doesn't matter. The electricity shut off last week. What's the question? <laughs> How many people living in San Francisco does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you missed that one. Doug, go ahead. Well, you want to do U of A or San Francisco? Let's just do U of A. U of a. U of a. Okay, U of A. He says, "Here we go." There's nothing worth crapping on. Uh, I don't know. Why do birds fly upside down over U of A? <laughs> Come on, is anybody going to get any of these right? Come on, I want to know that one. U of A or San Francisco, Brian? U of A. The guy with the recipe graduated.
2: (laughs) Go ahead, what is it?
1: Why doesn't U of A have ice on the sidelines?
4: (laughs) I've watched a lot of Jeopardy in my life. I've never heard these questions. All
1: right, Uh, Doug, U of A, put up a sign that says Rose Bowl. What will never happen? How do you keep U of A football out of your yard? (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to play Final Jeopardy. I'm going to give you the answer and you have a couple of seconds to come up with the questions, okay?
2: I'm gonna double zero. (laughs) Yeah. There are skid marks
1: near the coyote. There are skid marks near the coyote. Take a second. (laughs) Write down your answer,
2: please.
1: There are skid marks near the coyote.
4: Near the coyote. <laughs> I have not a clue, man. Yeah, I'm glad I'm playing with Doug's money because I don't know any. To,
1: it
2: days. has to do with a car, something.
1: All right, final Jeopardy question of, of U of A Jeopardy here. There are skid marks near the coyote. Doug, what is your question?
2: I, I don't. I don't have one. You don't have one. I, I'm sorry.
1: You don't have one either, Brian? What yeah, about you, Sergio?
3: Uh, it's got something to do with a car, but I can't think of it. I can't think of what it would well, be. Well, you
1: all lost. You all bet zero dollars. Y'all had zero dollars. <laughs> there are what skid marks it? near the coyote. The question is, what's the difference between a dead coyote and a dead wildcat? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, dude, doctors. you told me to come up with a game in five minutes, and it, so I did, the, okay? The,
2: the only thing that I, the, my favorite one is one that I heard from, from Danny White. I've said it many, many times, is uh, uh, the, the only good thing to come out of Tucson is the I-10. <laughs> I, I, we, he was doing, a, we, he came over to Red Brick, which a uh, company I owned, and he came in and talked to us and uh, got motivational speech and stuff about uh, success. And and that was one of the jokes that he said. And it's, I've never forgotten it, so it was hilarious. I laughed I laughed out loud. It was great.
4: I. I think the only thing that came out of Tucson last week was 75 to 47. Oh, burn.
1: (laughs) Unfortunately, that's the end of your guys' segment. Security is here to walk you out.
0: (laughs) Over 15,000 real estate transactions and growing. This is the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program with Doug Hopkins from Discovery Channel's
5: Property Wars.
1: So take me home.
0: a new house or just sold the one you're in. The excitement, the anticipation, the move. Don't let this special moment be ruined and don't let the move take the air out of your balloon. Let Just In Time Moving do the heavy lifting and make your move a breeze. With over 10 years serving the valley, locally owned, and five-star rated with hundreds of reviews, Just In Time Moving is professional, responsible, award-winning, and affordable. Move your home or office, in-state or out, Just In Time Moving. 480-213-0395. That's 480-213-0395. Three nine five. Make your home the best flipping home on the block. Find the right contractors and don't waste your money on the wrong repairs, upgrades, and improvements. Once again, here's Doug Hopkins on the Flipping Real Estate Radio Program.
1: Oh man, I messed up. Holy totally messed up, Doug. What you do now? I forgot that we were buying houses in Tucson. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's right. They don't. They don't get this down there anyway. They do though. They do. They do. No
1: way. Yes.
2: They get ninety-two point three down there. Well, you
1: can hear it. It's one of the strongest signals in the state.
2: Yeah, that's true. Well, hopefully they're not listening to it today. Yeah. If if, if so, we feel bad. Sorry.
1: I apologize. That's all my fault. Doug Hopkins didn't say anything.
2: Well, yeah, that was all you, Darren. It was all Darren. Yeah.
1: I am very, very. And it's always a biased friend, It's always a, a
2: friendly rivalry, exactly. It's all friendly good. rivalry between the two.
1: I told my daughter, I said, "You're more than welcome to go to U of A. You best get a scholarship because I'm not <laughs> writing a check. I'll yeah. tell you that much. <laughs> By all means, and I'm not coming down to visit you at a football game or a basketball game. Yep, but yep. you know, yeah, we, we can meet Gila Bend. Casagrande, <laughs> someplace. <laughs> I joke. It's the Doug Hopkins show, being brought to you by Realty Executives, uh, also by Signature Title and HomeBridge Financial.
2: Yep. Hey, so uh, we were talking about what we think the the market's going to do, and and thank you again for uh, Brian and Sergio coming on. They they're uh, uh, unbelievable. Th- those guys have have done a really unbelievable job over the last twenty years, uh, adapting to every kind of market, whether it's been uh, you know. Uh, uh, really slow market on a downturn or up market like we're in right now. In uh, every step along the way, they've, they've been very successful in, in, in flipping homes and uh, just been a, a real delight to work with. Uh, I know when I sell them a house that it's done, it's closed. Uh, uh, they do things the right way and uh, just great, great guys. I How, them what is, on.
1: what is the answer to longevity? And I mean, you don't see relationships, uh, you know, a partnership like those guys 20 yeah. years yeah. Um, in, and they're still good. I haven't ever seen them get upset with each other. I'm sure that they probably nope. have at one time or another. Yeah.
2: But You know, it, it's, uh, you know, we we're talking about. What's the key? It's communication, right? Communication. They, they're in, uh, in, in mutual respect. Uh, and a lot of times it's like yin and yang, where uh, Brian has a lot of. Uh, uh, qualities that Sergio doesn't have and vice versa. They
1: are polar opposites in many ways.
2: It's, it's very similar to myself and Damon or myself and, and you, uh, where, you know, I'm kind of the idea guy, uh, front guy where, I'm you know, rah, rah, we're doing this and, and, uh, and you guys are the implementers and, uh, and I don't have that kind of implementation sort of thing. So, uh, you guys dot your eyes and cross your T's and and I'm throwing out the book you know and so <laughs> you yeah. sign your name with an X yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that well, means, actually
1: with a stamp yeah, which and, I have
2: but but also trust right I yeah. mean and that comes with with being around, uh, you know, and, and going through the wars with, with people and, um, you know, the good times and the bad and knowing that, you know, there's so many times when you have a partnership or uh, relationship and it's very easy to be all friendly and, and, uh, rah, rah, when, when the money's are, when, coming when in, things are good and the money's coming in, but when it's, when it's bad and there's, there's times of uncertainty and, um, you know, that's where you really figure out who's, who who's in bed with you and who's not. Um, and, uh, they have that, uh, they they have each other's backs and, and have been that way for a long, long time during the good and the bad. They've been successful for 20 years. That's not to say that there's been some years that have been very down and some years that have been very good. Um, but you get through the bad times. And, you know, I think, uh, Darren with, with us, uh, anytime it's been, we've struggled, it's, it's actually a blessing because, uh, we turn that 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 uh, struggle into a positive and it makes you to work harder and figure things out and uh, come up with new ideas that will you know change our lives in a in a in a in a better way
1: sometimes maximum success makes people complacent
2: it's happened to me. I think it's happened to you. I know it's happened to you. It's yeah. I know it's happened to me. It, I think it happens to everybody, you yeah. know, where uh, if everything's going all great all the time, it's really hard to go, okay, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. I'm going to go and, and go, and I'm going to work till you know, 10 o'clock at night uh, uh, to, you know, and, and we've done that. We've both done that. Um, you know, th- th- it's, it, and, and, hopefully you know life you get to a balance where you're still growing because uh, you know it's it's that old saying if you're not growing you're dying um you know that you always have to keep on uh figuring out uh you know what's going well and what's not going well and uh how can i continue to grow in 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 everything in, in your relationship and in work and uh in anything you might be doing Personally, personally, that's a
1: big deal.
2: Absolutely. And if
1: you're not happy personally,
2: it, it, it's going to carry over into business. Absolutely. It will. Absolutely. Yeah. will. uh, we were talking earlier, like I said, about, um, about what's going to happen in 2020. It's, it's the whole thing, you know, we're in the, going into the second week, uh, now of, of 2020. And, um, I'm already off of my, uh, my diet, (laughs) my my resolutions. However, we won't get into that. What I will do want to get into is uh, the Cromford report uh, that comes out every month uh, for us as, as real estate agents, we get, uh, we sign up for a Cromford report and pay money to, to get an analysis of what's going on. What do they see? They're amazing. Tina Tambor down there. She's fantastic. Uh, You know, and I try to keep my, yeah, my finger on the pulse of what's happening. You know, I have, I'm in, my own little bubble of what's going on uh, uh, out here and what we're doing, and and uh, but it's nice to see get it kind of a, a, a 30,000 uh, 30, view uh, foot view, yeah foot, foot view of, of what's of going on the data,
1: on. and they they, and they nail it down. They can tell you the trends. I mean, it, it's very affordable too. You can just go to CromfordReport.com.
2: A- absolutely. Well, it's only for you have to be a real estate agent in order to get that. So, um, but I, I wanted to say a little bit of of the monthly observa- observation I want to read on, on the air of what they think the real estate market's going to do this is copyrighted this is well i could i can I, they I, can sue you for they this. could not sue they won't sue me they tina's could. awesome they won't uh, but i'm uh, it's, it's just the observation I'm, give, I'm stepping out of the room i am not going to give any I'm of the teasing. information that's that 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 they're saying but their monthly observation I'm, i, w- I want to talk about is the lack of supply can only be described as shocking a 30% decline since this time last year to reach the lowest level since August 2005. This is to satisfy a population that has grown more than 20% since 2005. Did you know that? Did you know that Arizona or or the the Phoenix metropolitan area has grown over 20% since 2005? That's like a million people. That's insane. Anyone who thinks this severe shortage will not result in a significant rise in prices is going to have another thought coming pretty soon. That is pretty, that's pretty powerful message right there um, of what's happening in this market with, with supply and demand and, um, and just the, the lack of, of homes to be bought right now um, that, that if you're looking for a home, you know, you used to have uh, twice the amount of homes that you could, that you could look at 20 to 30 range. that would fit into your filters, and now you know that, and I think that's what, what Brian and Sergio were talking about. And I think that's why they've been so successful. As I as I look at it, they do it right. When they fix up a house, there's no stone left unturned. Their they, their houses are really really nice. And uh, I forgot to get those addresses from them, uh, but I'll I'll have to get those addresses and put it on the website or, or put it on um, uh, on my Facebook page, uh, Doug Hopkins Real Estate on uh, on on Facebook. So, but. Um, you know it's it, they they really really are, do a wonderful job when they fix up a house. But back to and the market you were talking about. The the market is it, it, it's it's tough if you're out there, you know, buying a house especially in that Two fifty to three fifty range. You know, it's just um, they go so fast. If you are looking to buy a house in that price range, should you wait a couple years? No, you see, but I mean, it's gonna end at some point. Uh, I don't see that happening anytime soon right? I so mean, it's I time to buy. The, it's, it's time to buy. Okay. But what it about if time you're to thinking buy about last selling. year, it's time to buy the year before. If you're wondering if now. you,
1: if you should sell, should you sell this year, wait for another year? When should you, when should you get out? If you don't have to make Listen, that
2: move, if you don't have to make that move, if you could afford to ha- hang on to that house and keep it as a rental. And I mean, literally uh, that's exactly what I did. Uh, when I, when I bought my first house, I just kept it. I wound up saving enough money to go ahead and buy my second house. Um, and kept it as a, as a rental. Uh, and it, and I'm glad that I did because I kept it an extra five years and it went up and appreciated another $60,000 over the next five years, 60, 70,000 bucks over the next five years from 1997 to 2003. I uh, wish I kept it a couple more years because it went up probably another double that over the next yeah. two years. But, um, but it, was, it enabled me to go ahead and buy a couple, two, three, four more uh, rental properties that I, that I kept and still own today. It's just it's an asset that um, that you're able to get and grow your grow wealth instead of you know talk about getting rich. I like to get wealthy, which means growing uh, all your assets and getting as much many assets as possible, and having your assets pay. For your lifestyle down the road instead of me paying out of my own pocket. Planting an asset garden. There you go. And if you want to buy an
1: asset or sell an asset or just be an asset, give uh, <laughs> Dylan Martin a call at 480-498-8000. Once again, that's 480-498-8000. Or, of course, you can always go to DougHopkins.com.
2: That's right. Hey, listen, everybody, have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy uh, your football weekend here. Playoffs are in full full swing. And uh, listen, happy investing, everybody. Happy uh, birthday to my daughter who turns 20 tomorrow. Love you, Kayla. What's up, Kayla? Have a great, great afternoon. Take care, guys. Bye.
0: This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.